Hello listeners and welcome to a MacCorp special podcast where we'll be interviewing Brad Falukas of Oraman Limited, ASX code AUN. Without further ado, welcome Brad and thanks for joining me. Thanks Steve, thanks for coming in to talk to me today. Look, it's been a while since we've caught up Brad and um, I can see there's been lots of activity um, over the last sort of few months um, prior to the last time. So why don't we jump in and start with um, the impressive uh, drilling results you've got from uh, Mount Diamond. Yeah, thanks Steve. Our uh, July drilling campaign, um, results came back from that and we put them out last week. Um, yeah, some, some great results there. Uh, four metres at 48, including a, a metre at just over 155 is the standout there, but from lightning, but pretty good all around. Uh, lightning was really pleasing. Um, we had some great results at LA3, uh, pushed that open, pushed that to the north as well, still open in that direction, five metres at, at 20. Um, we had a good to 20 Even gram. Even 12 was good. Yeah, I was going to say we had a good 20 gram at, at Frodo as well. Um, but yeah, 212 is especially pleasing. Um, it looks like we're really onto a new deposit there. Um, eight metres at, at two and a half and four metres at 2.7, sort of 15 metres below surface um, is, is super pleasing. So yeah, looking forward to getting some, some of the hard work starting to get the rewards. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the, the targets that we identified out of the, the SAM targeting originally, and it's one of the ones we've got some better results on. So to follow that up, hit the, hit the load where we wanted, get the grade um, is really pleasing. And we can go back there now and do sort of another 10 holes and really try and open it up and hopefully turn around any our next lot of announcements and say, hey, it really is a new deposit here. And when do you think that might happen, the next drilling? So we'll go out in October and, uh, and drill again. So it will be um, end of November, early December that we'll come back out with uh, drilling assays after that. And the good news continues. I see you've um, got a, a resource now at uh, Johnson's Range. Yeah, we put that out. Um, so obviously we've had the Johnson Range project since we since we listed and we're usually pretty quiet on it. Um, been quite a bit of work in the background there. A lot of uh, fixing up databases and, and correcting survey issues and things like that. So More data um, related. Yeah, we, we, to be honest, we haven't put any holes in ourselves. Uh, there's a few targets there we'd, we'd like to put some in and we'll probably put some confirmation holes in. At the moment we've said it's just an inferred resource until yep. we put some holes in it in it ourselves but um, look there's a lot of data there already and I'm pretty happy that we can bring some portions up Good start. to indicate it. Yeah so it's 800,000 tonnes at, uh, at 2.5 um, just under 65,000 ounces um, within the top 100 metres from from surface. Um, there's a few different options to uh, to try and monetize that so we'll, we'll work through those over the coming months. And another project we haven't spoken about yet is Mount Palmer. What's um, what's happening there with Mount Palmer? Steve, since last time we, we did some holes around the old mine there, um, really looking for some easy wins, some remnants. Um, a little bit disappointing in terms of results, but look, overall we still sit in a really good position there. Um, you know, 300 plus square kilometres of, uh, of tenements. Got a great ground package there that's between Mount Palmer, which is 158,000 ounces, came out at, at half an ounce. Um, down to Navoria and Yulgarn Star, 400,000 plus ounces and a million ounces respectively there. So 15 kilometres of under-tested greenstone, um, other prospective lithologies down there, Yulgarn Star's in the sediments, Navoria's in the, in the BIF. 
Um, so we're back there, we're going to do some more geophysics and some more soil sampling geochemistry to um, really target our next program there. And that's 221 you're doing that in? Yeah, 221, we'll be back out there towards the end of this year. Okay. So more work on both Mount Diamond and Mount Palmer? Yes. Excellent. So with these current drilling results, what have you learned from it, Brad? So I've mentioned just getting close to the ultra market there in LA3. So certainly out of the SAM survey work we've done, um, we know that all these structures track through the ultra matrix, and it's traditionally been considered barren, um, despite the fact there's some good soil anomalies on it. And there's a few sniffs in uh, sporadic air core that's been done there in the past. But I think the result at Lightning certainly indicates that it's not barren. And um, we've really opened that up now to the north of every deposit, both uh, what we're doing at Lightning, but also historical deposits, LO1, LO2, LO3, um, and probably to a lesser extent uh, down at Frodo, where we also, Frodo North, again, still in the granite, um, we drilled a 20 gramer there last campaign. So it opens things up quite a, quite a bit. Um, if I digress a little bit here, uh, Mount Diamond has always been a bit of question because it's, it's quartz veins in granite. Um, it was mined in the in the 90s, discovered in the 80s. It's always been a bit of a question: Why is it there? What's going on with the with the geology? And the two um, the two potential theories have been: It's come from the granite, fluid flow from the granite, and come through, um, and maybe at a, a sort of later stage, fluid flow coming coming through, and, and then it should have been through the ultramarket there as well. All the fluids have come from the Mount Diamond Shear, which is up to the to the northeast, um, sits. Um, on the other side of the greenstone and then the ultramafic and then some fluids come through. But probably what we've identified recently, um, both through the structural mapping, dating of rocks, etc., is it looks like we've actually got the, um, got the boundary of two microplates that have come together to create part of the Southern Cross domain that sits within the, in the Yulgarn. And right to the, just to the north of the ultramafic is potentially the main feeder structure. So, um, a little bit, the, um, the, the, the drilling result that we got um, at Lightning in the Ultramafic is starting to be confirmation of that. So it's a, it's a third option and it's certainly the one we're working on at the moment and uh, looking forward to continue to test. And how's gold price affecting the value? Steve, um, gold price in Australian dollar terms remains fantastic, like $2,400 an ounce. Um, you know, for, for all my time in the industry, like this is, um, it, it's, uh, it's, or not quite the highest it's been, but certainly as a stable high gold price, it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gold bull. Um, I think gold is, is, uh, is ultimately real money. And it's safe. And it's very safe. So, yeah, I think um, things like Johnson Range have a, have a pretty good future yeah. in this environment. Uh, something we need to uh, touch on that's very important moving forward now, uh, particularly from both the company and an investing point of view, is ESG. How is um, RM uh, dealing or handling ESG? How is RM handling uh, ESG? Look, I'll, I'll start with our core values um, integrity, respect, and, and responsibility. Um, achievements our fourth, but in terms of respect and responsibility, you know, ESG is. Is, is a key part of that. So in terms of looking after the environment, obviously we're at an exploration phase at the moment. Um, we, we certainly make sure we can meet all our requirements in terms of exploration uh, and rehabilitation. Um, we've also rehabilitated uh, hundreds of holes left over from previous explorers. We've done that in our first six months from listing. Um, we've moved 
115 cubic metres of, uh, of rubbish, both from mining but also, you know, um, weekend warriors around Mount Palmer um, dumping off bits and pieces. So, you know, we've really cleaned up that site um, to a massive extent. Um, we support our, our local, um, local community in, in Southern Cross in, in terms of supply as much as we can. So, we've used, um, we use local drilling contractor, JDC, um, so we use local accommodation there. Um, we've purchased uh, as much as we can through Yulgarn agencies. Um, we know contractors that we, we've used uh, have put business through the uh, through Southern Cross hardware yeah. as well. You know, we had the, the choice of um, getting all that stuff out of Perth, but we've, we've tried to do it locally um, wherever we wherever right, can. Oh, look, it makes, it, it makes sense. to survive and that's the way to help. Yeah, and it's good for us as an explorer and future developer. Um, and building community relationships. Southern Cross is strong. Um, speak, to the, uh, speak to the council on a regular basis. Um, you know, we think that for all our stakeholders, right, there should be mutual benefits, not just us going out there to, to get something. Uh, it's got to go both ways. Um, and uh, for myself personally, I'm, I'm very committed that when we get to that development phase that, that we're in a low carbon situation. I've done a lot of work building power stations and, and uh, spent a lot of time working on solar. Have you seen improvements in all that time, Brad? Uh, yeah, absolutely, Steve. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and I think there's um, some really good ways you can go about it. And I think there's... Uh, some long ways of going about it. There's some, some hard ways to go about it. But certainly it's, it should be economically quite advantageous to be responsible at this stage. Um, and all these days, the price way prices up. But, you know, I think you've got to make the choice about how you want to be as well. And Morally. Yeah, and, and so I certainly say that for any of our fixed infrastructure, like so, eighty percent renewable is my target yeah. on that, and I think we can do that without uh, compromising the economics of the project. Excellent. Just need to work a bit harder to get it done. Yeah, and not put as many people on to put your hats on, depending on the role you're doing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, financing or funding. Now, you know, looking, you've got a fairly healthy uh, bank account at the moment. How how far into the future do you see that time lasting? Yeah, Steve, we're three odd million dollars in the bank. Yeah, so we're, we're yeah we're, we're over three at the moment. Um, look, we're spending a little bit faster than, than we said we would in the in, in the prospectus, um, and that directly relates to meters in the ground. We've put yeah. more meters in the ground more than work. we said we would. So uh, you know, take that as a as a general positive. Um, yeah, so we've we've still got um, you know, two or three campaigns out in front of us that we that we're funded for. So it should take us into. Uh, into next year. Excellent. So, uh, Brad, you've obviously been very busy over the last few months. Is there anything else uh, new on the horizon? Uh, Steve, we've been busy on the ground, um, but we're very busy corporately as well. We always set out to, to grow this, grow the company. Um, we think that, that we can add value to, uh, to a range of projects. Um, yeah, nothing that I can talk about nothing at, at the moment. Hopefully next time. But, uh, yeah, we're certainly, we're certainly busy. Oh. And yes, hopefully next time. And last question for you, Brad. Why, as, why should investors uh, consider Aramon as an investment? Um, look, we've still got two high-grade gold projects, Mount Diamond and Mount Palmer. Obviously, Mount Diamond's coming along really well at the moment. Um, ongoing exploration and news flow will be back out uh, in around about a month from now. We'll be back out on the ground um, drilling, and then obviously results to come out, and we'll keep cycling through that process. 
Um, good board and management, you know, experienced explorers, developers, operators, I think a lot of value to, to give to a lot of projects. Unproven and, history. Yeah, abs absolutely. Thank yeah. you. And some great, great drilling results coming out. So yeah. let's, let's hope to see those continue. Yeah, and we're, and we're keen to grow, grow fast. We're certainly not here just to explore. We're here to put those projects back into development. And we, we're very actively looking to leverage our skill sets into other projects at the same time. Excellent. Working hard. Excellent, Brad. I think that's it for now, unless you've got anything else to add for our listeners. No, that's it. Thanks for listening, if you've got this far in the, in the podcast. Excellent. Thanks for your time, Brad, and good to catch up with you. Thanks, Steve.